Well, your health, you have to look at your health in general. It's, you know, your body is your car engine, right? So it's what you put in is what you get out of it performance wise. So if you go eat a bunch of fast food and try to go do a job, you're not putting good calories, good nutrients into your body. So your body's not going to feel it's, it's best. Obviously this time of year with Houston, we have a lot of heat, humidity and the heat index, you know, so it can be 106 degrees outside while you're completing some of this work. Well, you don't even have to hardly lift a finger and you're going to be burning and motoring through those calories. So it is behoove of you to really take care of and nurture your body through health, exercise, diet, uh, recovery therapy. So Welcome to the Home Service Business Coach Podcast with your host, David Mowerman. You will learn to grow your home service business and transition from being the technician in your business to being the CEO and leading your team to success. Get a front row seat where you will get practical advice from industry experts on how you can level up your home service business. Get ready to take some notes because we're going to jump right into it here. All right, what's going on, everybody? It's uh, Dave Mormon, Home Service Business Coach. I'm back for another episode. I'm uh, super excited for this one. I have uh, Mr. Kevin Thury on the line here, all the way from Houston, Texas. Kevin, how are we doing today, my man? Well, good morning, Dave. We're alive and well. Thanks for having me. Awesome, man. Um, yeah, I got uh, my morning coffee here, and I was just reconnecting with Kevin, and I was just thinking it's almost like reconnecting with a a good friend again. So I'm excited for, for this chat. Uh, Kevin came through uh, my coaching program and uh, picked up some gold nuggets. And I just think he's got a pretty cool story uh, in entrepreneurship that I just wanted to highlight him on, uh, on the podcast today. So uh, Kevin, if, if you're cool, man, we're going to kind of jump in and get, get to the meat and potatoes. I want to hear kind of Tell us about your current washing business, Wash Pros, and kind of what, what led you to get into the, to, to be a crazy entrepreneur in the pressure wash space. Well, I think to be a crazy entrepreneur, you just have to be crazy by nature in general. But um, so the way Wash Pros spawned is it's a sister company to a moving company I've had for 10 years now. So the beautiful thing is as we've kind of cultivated those relationships and they've grown, we went from somebody who maybe came from college became a successful young business professional, eventually found their significant other, maybe wanted to have a family, buy a house. So one day they started asking, well, hey, do you provide any cleaning services? And I said, point blank, I said, well, what, what are you looking for specifically? And so they said some kind of the, the, the common ones that we see, which are the window washing and pressure washing. So really that's kind of what spawned where Wash Pros came from. That's our inception. And so I took time away from the business for a year to go learn about the industry, go learn about the different services, um, to really master them, to understand, um, to make mistakes as we know as an entrepreneur, right? If you're gonna make mistakes, you wanna fall and fall forward versus repeating and making the same ones. So I, I think just with the implied level of trust it was just something that really gave us a platform to build a new business. So we are in short washpros.us. We are your full exterior cleaning services company. 
So we offer the window washing, the soft washing, the pressure washing, roof cleaning, gutter cleaning, and now Christmas lights. Um, I think the second part to your question is maybe more about being an entrepreneur mm -hmm. and what do well, I love about? Yeah, I'd love to hear that. And quickly before we dive into that, like uh, you had the moving company for 10 years. Tell us, do you still uh, have that moving company? Are you juggling both businesses or kind of where, where's your focus uh, right currently right now? So I do have both companies. We are getting ready to make a transition that I'll announce by the end of the year with the moving company. And there will be a strategic partnership involved with that. So obviously when you get into the quoting, the sales, if it's, you know, equipment repair, purchasing, meeting with vendors, it gets a little cumbersome. So you really learn some tricks of the trade to make sure that you can still stay functional and mobile so that you can address both companies. But the reality is as the wash company is growing, it is demanding and requiring more and more time to make it a greater success. And so there's just some things I've been thinking about for the past couple of years. And, and I think this will be the year that I'll pull the trigger on that decision. So okay. stay tuned, but I will announce it by the end of the year. Yeah, man. I, uh, I look forward to that. And, and yeah, sorry to cut you off. We'd love to hear too. Um, the second part there, uh, what honestly, like what, what do you love about being an entrepreneur? Cause we are a different breed. We think differently. We act differently. Uh, our results are typically different than the average human being. So uh, what what do you love about this crazy ride of entrepreneurship? Well, I think if we kind of step back and we want to talk in terms of the iceberg is I love the operational challenges and the marketing strategies that are required behind the scenes to make a business stay afloat, to run and move it forward. Um, but I think you also have to look at is remove the fear of failure stigma. You know, so many people are, well, I want to do this, but I would like to ask that girl on a date, but entrepreneurship, get comfortable being uncomfortable and a hundred percent of the time. To me, if you do that, you're going to kind of stimulate the growth, but I look at everything as an opportunity. So every quote, every successful job that we complete, every failure, there's something to be learned from it. It could be something about your own knowledge base and quality of service and how to do things. It could be something from operational and communication. Um, but you have to kind of look at it as what am I going to learn today and how am I going to apply it to evolve the business forward? And I get excited about that. It, those are tasks and fundamentals that few like to talk about, um, but they are so important because the rest of the iceberg that below the, that's below the water surface is everything that we've been discussing in your coaching program. It's what makes everything tick. So when I kind of look at this in the long-term perspective is I look at entrepreneurship allows us to build some lasting relationships with the customers, all the while building a life that can create a legacy and giving us greater time, freedom and flexibility in life, right? I mean, ultimately, as much as we like the grind, we would like to have some balance in what we do day to day. Um, so, and I think maybe Kind of one last point there is something from my parents that instilled, you know, some of the values when we were growing up is bringing a sense of integrity and quality of service back to the home service business and industry. Um, as we know, I think there are people that do a great job and I think there are others that are kind of fly by the sea of their pants. And I don't think they're good stewards of what we do and who we represent. So um, I don't know. It's just if customers like your work. Yeah. 
their quality of service, the integrity, they're going to refer your business. And that's one, that's such a good answer, man. Uh, you're a wealth of wisdom. That's one thing I wanted to highlight about you, Kevin. And, and I, I've worked with a number of folk now, and I think you stand apart kind of in two ways. You'll get these like absolute mammoth Google reviews that you'll send me. And the people yeah. just go off about, oh my goodness, this is the best service experience I've ever had. And let me tell you why. Uh, and then the other thing I find interesting is just like your sales ratio is like through the roof and i think you are yeah. definitely on uh more the upper echelon of like in-person selling but i think you're just such a relational person it almost doesn't feel like selling like it just feels like you're talking to a good friend so that's just to compliment you i think those are two that. things that kind of piggyback your point of like you have this deep yearning to want to do a really quality job um, and i think that shows in uh, your reviews that clients give you. And it also, I think just in turn creates a high level of trust and like you're, you're landing more jobs too. So there, there's a lot to be said with that. Well, I think when you look at all those is, as we all know, the reviews are such an important thing because people look to them as a, as a resource. And I think anytime you can get a review, even if they leave a dissertation of sorts, it's the greatest compliment and the greatest way to be humbled in anything that we do because they think that highly of you that they took the initiative to speak so highly of yourself and the business and obviously the quality of service that you do so um you know that that's just something to us it's a barometer of how are we doing and if we're getting good reviews and getting good referrals then it means we're doing something right yeah 100 percent. so let's kind of shift a bit i want to hear you know, I don't, I want to hear mostly why did you choose to in, invest in coaching and how has that helped you? Because I know even before you joined the program, um, you're always talking about learning and growth. And even through the program, you've taken on kind of this mentorship role, helping uh, a couple of the members that, you know, are more newer to this space. And I think you bring your, you know, 10 years of moving experience, plus your handful of years in the cleaning business. Uh, you're, you're kind of this like, more seasoned uh, entrepreneur who, who, you know, this isn't your first year doing it. So how has like coaching and mentorship helped you along your, your entire journey of uh, growing this thing? Well, I think when you look at entrepreneurship, you have to be realistic with yourself in the, in the aspect of what are my strengths and my weaknesses, right? So thankfully I have a very sales heavy career growing up. So I got a chance to learn from some of the biggest companies and some of the best of what they do uh, or at what they do. And then I've been able to apply it forward here with the small business side of it. But at the same time, as you have to be honest with yourself, where do I feel I'm lagging? And as you and I discussed back during our courses, unfortunately, I was injured pretty seriously for two of the first four plus years that we've been in business. And I was like, well, what are some things I do well and where's something I should probably invest back into. And you brought this up in one of your recent posts about how much you invest back into yourself and your, your continuous and ongoing education. And so when I had talked to my parents about this, I said, I'm gonna go get me a business coach this year. I said, I'm serious about growing this business. We're going to be here five years from now. I said, there's no better investment than somebody who, always, who already has a proven track record within our industry and that is established and that really seems to understand the operations and how to systematize a business so when i stepped back and i started looking at all this as i said well how can i accelerate up the learning curve 
And then that's when you and I started communicating when you announced your business coaching through social media. I mean, there's a lot of thank yous to go around within our community and our circle because it becomes more like a family, right? And so people give you those little tidbits, those little nuggets that get you to the next step. Well, I felt they got me to step one and two, but for me to get to step five, I needed Dave Mormon. And that was just the honest God truth there. So, um, I mean, I think we have to look at as investing in coaches, choosing to invest into yourself, the betterment of the business, your employees, your techs, how to be organized, which then ripples out and in the wake of it all creates success. So I put a couple of notes here even too, is we talked about strengthening the relationships with our customers and exceeding their expectations and also improving our quality of service, which also leads to better established professionalism and understanding our numbers thoroughly behind the scenes. Because if those numbers and those budgets aren't there, it's very hard to understand where your business is going moving forward to match your vision. 100%, man. There's lots of good stuff you said there. You know, how much though do you feel like coaching is really like, yeah, we're growing the business, but how much do you feel is it just growing Kevin Thurry as a person, you know, changing how you think and in turn, the business growth is almost a byproduct of that. Like, would you agree kind of that's what coaching does? Like you first grow yourself, the entrepreneur, and then the business grows in, in turn. Well, I think one of the, the biggest attributes and benefits of business coaching is it gives you a subjective and an objective point of view. You know, somebody that's removed from your shoes to talk based on your experience and what you've seen even, even with some of your, your other clients um, but where it becomes very complimentary. The brand is my name as of today. Honestly, I mean, people are buying into Kevin as part of Wash Pros, mm-hmm. but the brand is bigger than the name because then if you really want to grow it, you have to be able to replicate it. So a conversation I had with one of the other members that we know in Austin, I was talking to him this morning is the referrals start to come, but they come as you get additional years and earn the right to stay in business and get the referrals. And I said, so those become kind of salespeople that you never pay anything for, but they become good ambassadors to your business. And so I think in my case here in Houston is it's just being another year in business, but being healthy, having a physical presence out in the market beyond the quality of the service that we provide. But where coaching is really piggyback and complimented what I'm doing is it got me to step back and reevaluate my pricing and my packages, looking at different marketing strategies and signage and options. And then one that you and I have discussed before, which was very basic, but the imperative nature of a Google business listing. Yeah. It validates who we are, whether we like it or not, but it gives people a platform to leave a review. It gives them another uh, outlet to verify and validate the legitimacy of your business and to learn more about you as a person, as a company. And by doing those things together, combined with, you know, maybe some of the natural uh, assets that I've had from my career, I think that's exactly why we're growing. Yeah. Yeah. And coaching, it's a great point, man. Like coaching is really a, it's a, it's a two way street. You know, you can't have a coach who, is super knowledgeable but also i could talk till i'm blue in the face if you don't have someone like kevin actually taking implementation items every week um it's not going to work either so you know it's almost some people think coaching is like 
motivational, like, oh, you have to do this next. But honestly, I think an entrepreneur like yourself, you're going to wake up every morning ready to go, right? You're eating, like you're big into fitness, you're eating healthy, you're in the gym, you're just like, what's my next domino to knock down? And I think that's where coaching kind of shines a flashlight on is like, okay, Kevin, you've got A and B down, but kind of C and D are looking a little bit thin, we should kind of put some attention, you know, into that. So I think it's almost this like, interesting partnership of like, here's your next domino, like just helping get clarity, because as business owners, like, and you know this well, Kevin, there's so many things we can be working on in our business. And there's also so many things we can be working in, right? You look at your phone after this recording, and there's probably going to be four things that came up in the last half hour. You're just like, okay, forgot to send that quote. Someone wants this revised. And so um, it's not an easy thing. So that kind of leads in the next point. Like you've got these years of experience under your belt, uh, Kevin, tell us like what's been some of the struggles being an entrepreneur as you've, you know, quite frankly, grown both businesses. Like, I just love to hear, you know, is it all sunshine and rainbows? Cause I know it's not, but I want to hear like, tell us kind of the, the, the lower parts and the struggles. Cause we want to keep it pretty real here for the listeners. Well, I think when you look at entrepreneurship in general is you are the last line of defense in your business. So if all else fails, Murphy law, you know, Murphy's hanging around. It doesn't matter if you're having a good day, bad day, sick. It doesn't care. You know, business has to get done. Customers have to get taken care of. Maybe you have to go above and beyond and, you know, spend a couple extra hours to make sure you get everything taken care of. It's just the nature of the beast. But, you know, I think the struggles for me is because I am such a hands-on person. Um, working on the business is a really big goal. And again, that's why coming in here, and establishing the relationship with you is to really help guide me through some of those processes and CRM and the timing of when to bring that in and the pros and cons behind it, but also delegating some of the communication efforts because it comes back to that time value savings. Um, probably a current issue at hand for me now is I'm really trying to double that customer base. Why? Because that gets us to a, our next revenue metric which then not allows me to pay just some part-time wage, a full-time salary. Now I've got somebody's time and attention and buy-in to really go out there and make an, you know, an impact on our industry on behalf of the company. And I think even, you know, we were talking about like with Adam, with the business development role is it's okay. So you evolve and adapt your plan a little bit, but you play to their strengths, which can also help on a weakness, which is, if you're trying to be all things to your company, you, there's only so much time in the day. You can only be in so many places at once. And then you will start to adversely affect your health and your energy. So um, I think probably one of the biggest things that's helped to overcome some of this, time blocks. Yeah. So the struggle is how do I manage all these projects? The answer is you must block your time and be very specific and precise with your time. T tell us a bit more about that, Kevin, because I know you're – you're more on the upper end of time blocking and you get a lot of stuff done in a day, man. So I would actually love to hear, do you have a strategy or two you could share? Cause like most home service business owners are insanely disorganized, right? Just, just yep. literally fire to fire the entire day, 5 AM to 10 at night. So how do you like, how did you learn that? It's probably a hard thing to explain, but how do you, 
how did you learn that skill to time block? Well, I'll put it this way. It's a lesson I learned from the moving company. I've moved a number of times over the years, just between college and jobs, and then now moving people for a living. You see what clutter can do to somebody's family and their dynamics and their organization. And when you're around it enough, it drives you nuts. Like I cannot stand it. I get mad when I have it. But I also realize that if I don't start working on it right now, it's not going to go away either. So let's just cut the BS and let's get to it and start somewhere. So I'm an early bird. I posted recently on Instagram, you know, are you a night owl? Or are you an early bird? I'm an early bird. Why? Because if my brain gets up and, and is going, it means it's ready to work. It's ready to think. It's, it's in some clear space where it's ready to go. So people would be amazed how much work you can get done between the hours of 6 and 9.30 in the morning and how productive you can be within that time. So when I say the time block, I get up, go ahead, check your social media, make your breakfast. If you want to go for a walk or go to the gym, go ahead, knock it out. If you decide that's not, you know, maybe you want to save the gym for later in the day, then take two hours out of your day to recap your notes, to recap your quotes, to do any other follow-ups tied to emails. If it's maybe something equipment related, things you need to research, maybe some things you need to buy, but get it done by 930 at the latest. Then get out with your customers whether it's helping on a job because I'm still in that hybrid role of a tech, you know, working in your business and on it, yeah. it could be training. It could be going to uh, meet maybe a new strategic partnership, but be very precise in the sense that I know from seven to nine, I'm working on quotes, follow-ups, emails, calls. And then from that nine, let's say to three, nine to four, I need to be out in the field, whether it's training, meeting with vendors, equipment, or if it's completing some of the jobs to get them done in a timely manner. Then on the back end of my day, okay, say you save the gym for the afternoon, get the gym done, get your personal errands done, but when you come back, prepare your vehicle for the next day worth of business. Because if you're not reviewing your week on Sunday, you already have kind of one foot in the grave. Yeah. Because things like you said, they're gonna come up. I'm gonna hang up, you're gonna hang up. We're going to have follow-ups on our phones and calls. Well, that's great. But if I at least know what my plan is for the week starting Sunday and where I'll be on Friday, you're kind of lessening the burden of getting blindsided. So you really sound like you sandwich your day, right? You start with the really high level stuff that requires your brain in the morning. You get set for the day. You jump out in the field, do what you need to do in person quotes, finish jobs, get equipment and then kind of a personal carve out for gym slash errands and then preparation mode in the evening. And I know you do a great job too, like balancing in a personal life too, right? You, uh, I know you do is what's that hydrotherapy or something called? Oh, know? hydro, hydro massage. Yeah. yeah so like you can do the flow hydro massage, some of that. Yes. Like you do, you do all that stuff, man. And, uh, it, it's super cool to see that you're not, like, I think you're sacrificing to grow this business, but I don't think you're sacrificing your health to grow your business, which again, common for entrepreneurs, we live at the drive-through and McDonald's and Wendy's, right? And we think it's cheap, it's quick, but it's also what's the long-term ramifications of that decision. So, um, you know, you, we're literally just paid to make decisions every day, both in our business and for our own health. And so yes. I think, you do a good job thinking, what fuel am I putting in the tank to, to fuel me for the day? And that's just not on-site work. Like you're also fueling 
your brain, right? To think creatively and strategically. So I think you do a a good job of that too, which I think helps get you to where you currently are at today. Well, your health, you have to look at your health in general. It's, you know, your body is your car engine, right? So it's what you put in is what you get out of it performance wise. So if you go eat a bunch of fast food and try to go do a job, you're not putting good calories, good nutrients into your body. So your body's not going to feel it's, it's best. Obviously this time of year with Houston, we have a lot of heat, humidity and the heat index, you know, so it can be 106 degrees outside while you're completing some of this work. Well, you don't even have to hardly lift a finger and you're going to be burning and motoring through those calories. So it is behoove of you to really take care of and nurture your body through health, exercise, diet, uh, recovery therapy. So the hydro massage, it might be cryotherapy and then it might be doing some float spa or even if it's a massage and stretching. Those are all key elements that you're going to do every single day or once a week, whatever your frequency is on that. But it's going to give you kind of the stamina and the lasting side of it for your body so that it can perform at its peak, even if it's on the mental side. Because if you're not present in mind, you're going to make mistakes on quotes. And if you're not present in mind on a job site, you could have a serious accident. You could damage something or hurt somebody else. And nobody has time for that. So just be a good steward to your body. Yeah, it's a great point. So kind of getting close to wrapping up, Kevin, what advice would you have for someone, say, you know, you've been in home services now a number of years, as you've alluded to, but say someone's in for like a year or two, uh, what, what advice or like, uh, you know, watch out for this bear trap, like just whether it's your pricing or your equipment or marketing, like just what is a couple of things that you wish you had heard early on in your journey? Um, or, you know, a tidbit or two, you can kind of leave with the listener to get some value from this episode. Well, honestly, I would say you have to have a resilient nature and it's not just perseverance. It's really the thick skin because the ebb and flow of what we do in this industry, this business is you're going to have highs and lows, right? You have the good days, the bad days, things that just, you just can't ever seem to get into rhythm with. And you have to keep a sense of humor about it all. Um, You came into this for a reason and for a mission, and maybe it's a passion and something that you truly love. And remember your why behind it. I mean, you discussed that in some of the courses. Well, if you create the systems, whether it's a CRM or if it's a service protocol, all these systems we're putting in place and understanding the numbers behind your business is to kind of bring some peace of mind to you as the individual so that your mind is freed up to perform at its best. And so... You want to come in with an open mind. You're going to make mistakes. You are going to fail. And I promise you, you're going to fail. And you're going to be really mad some days. But fail forward and use that as an opportunity to learn and become and evolve and adapt to something better. Because you will be forever better for it. You cannot replace experience. And then in a case where you get a little bit of time under your belt, this is a long-term game. Patience is more than just a virtue. It is the honest to God reality. And you have to be patient with your evolution and the process. And as you get some of that time under your belt, step back and reassess, reevaluate where you think you are and where you need help. And don't be able, you know, don't be afraid to reach out for the help, whether it's like I did with you after you and I had some conversations or even with some other business owners between either Facebook or Instagram, because It's amazing. Since we are such a family, how many people are really willing to help you? 
And if you close yourself off from that, all you're doing is delaying your learning curve. That's going to frustrate you more. That's probably going to be more apt to push you in the wrong way versus kind of keep you as a catalyst to keep you moving forward in the right direction, which is really to fulfill your dream and vision. Yeah. I know you're big on that too, man, is like paying it forward, right? I think you've got a lot of advice, like not just from me, but even before me, you said you had mentors pour into you, solid parents. I think you have this posture of like, how can I help others who are just getting started too, right? And I think that's a common trait of successful entrepreneurs, you know, not just in our space, but in your case, in our space, you will uh, reach a hand out. And, you know, I, I know you said to another member in our program, like, hey, come and visit me, like make the drive, I'll help you with your quotes. It's just like, pretty cool. You've benefited from mentorship so much in your journey that it just is so natural, like coming out of your own being just to help others level their game up as well. And that must be just like super fulfilling and satisfying. Well, I think about the hard times that I've gone through in my life and career for different reasons and different things and what it meant to me, whether it was parents and other family members and good friends or business associates that they kind of extended that olive branch to really help. Um, So when you're kind of in some of those bad and dark places or struggling places, you know, you never forget that feeling of really just appreciation. So I always said to myself, is there any time I ever get in a position where whether it's financially or if it's knowledge um, or if it's lending, you know, your service to the community at large, pay it forward because it comes back tenfold. And just remembering how much it meant to me when people reached out a hand to help me, it's absolutely my pleasure to, to do the same and have the opportunity to do it. Yeah. What comes around goes around, man. hundred <clears throat> percent. So we'll wrap up, man. Tell us, um, you know, the listeners who've listened this far obviously want to check out what you got going on in your brand. So tell me uh, the best place to find uh, what you going on with what you have going on with wash pros and maybe just how to connect with you as well. Like the internet's brought, like you said, our community has become a family uh, and it's never been more easier in the whole history of mankind, how to reach out and connect with other people. So how can we, uh, how could a listener connect with you and, and follow along with your brand? Sure. So on Facebook, it's Wash Pros Windows and Power Washing Services. You can also reach us on Instagram through my main account, The Driven One, which will also in the bio show the links to Wash Pros Windows. On Instagram, we're available on uh, Business Google under the same thing, Wash Pros. And you can find us on the Next Door app, or you can call us direct at 832 776 5361. Awesome, man. I love that Instagram handle, the driven one. Yeah. Well, it's just, it's the, I don't quit mentality. So anybody that knows me, it doesn't matter if it's injury or if it's business. One one of my friends, Victor, one time, he made me laugh. He says, man, I know if I throw a a brick at Kevin, he'll build a goddamn house. And I said, you know, I said, there's a lot of truth to that. But uh, I think that's the, re- the reality of it all is you're going to get kicked. You're going to get pushed around. You're going to get frustrated. But on the, on the flip side, it's been absolutely some of the greatest joys I've ever had. I've never been happier. And when I fully stepped away from the corporate world years ago, I've never looked back. I have no regrets. I have zero desire about the decision that I made. So 
just understand that, you know, with the little patience and that long-term game and do the little things every day consistently, you're going to see some results and you're going to feel really good, really proud about the work that you've put in. It's really that sweat equity at that point. Yeah, man. It sounds like in talking to you, like you would probably agree there is no silver bullet to success. You know, like John Maxwell, I think said it best, like, um, you know, your, your daily agenda will determine your success, something to that degree, he said. And I think what you said, right, it's those consistent decisions. Am I going to go work out this morning? Or am I going to, you know, take a flyer and kind of, you know, take it easy. And it's just like, business is just decision making. And I think those that end up with not even the biggest business, just like a systematized business that serves them and their family. Um, they're the ones that put in the consistent effort over, you know, it, it's that quote, it takes 20 years to make an overnight success. And it's just like, it, it's our generation now thinking you can microwave the solution of business, 90 seconds outcomes, a turnkey business. It's like, we're cooking a slow roast uh, dinner here in the crock pot, right? Absolutely. And when it clicks, it clicks. I mean, we talked about this year is I've had more referrals in the last three months than we've ever had in the years before. Well, why? I don't know exactly. I like to think it's the little things we're doing every day. And I also think it's paired with it's another year of doing business and being in business. But it's just going to show you that if you can see it through, things just start to click. And it came from a very organic place. It's when you start from nothing. Yeah, it's a great point, Kevin. You know, even whether we systematize or not or move really slow, literally just staying, having the staying power to stay in your market, be ranked well on Google, have a great website, answer your stinking phone, show yeah. up when you say you will. Like if you can do that for seven to 10 years, your business might not be the biggest, but you're going to have some level of success just because in a cleaning company, guys and girls, this thing just snowballs every year, right? You're, you're seeing the fruits of that, Kevin, each year. You're just, hey, I'm here. I'm in the local market. I'm dominating on Google. You're going to get more calls. And then you get those people who've paid you before saying, Kevin, get me back. And they're so happy. They're going to say, I referred you to my cousin and my nephew. And oh my God, yes. just, you're literally living this like snowball, uh, which, which is growing, which is so exciting. Well, and your systems are helping to keep my sanity. And as I implement more of them, honest to God, all it's going to do is help free up my time and flexibility for a better quality of life. So I, I think that's where you kind of have to tip your hat and say a lot of thank yous to a lot of people. Um, you know, you are going to be that compliment that bridges that gap for me as I grow and manifest kind of the dream and the vision that we have on this end. But it, it wouldn't happen without both things in place. Um, yes, you have to have the years of experience and continue to be in the market and be present. But those systems really do help you. And I think as we transition and make the final transition on the CRM side of it too, um, and you know, developing some of these other business and job descriptions within the company, uh, I just think it's gonna help me as the small business owner just kind of have some clarity and some peace of mind on my on the back end of things just in life so you're not stressed out or frazzled on some days yeah yeah man the systems are meant to serve the owner uh you right get back your time Absolutely. live a, a fairly good lifestyle but it's also having this approach like you said this stuff doesn't happen overnight you can't take a 20 you know a weekend course and have your business all completely done up like it takes time for implementations. Sure, I think yeah. having this 
posture of like it's cliche but it is a marathon it, business is probably running like 10 marathons right um and it, yeah. it, it, to say it's a sprint there, there's no way man we i'm planning out my next quarter i'm just like the time goes so fast it's going to be christmas lights then it's going to be the new year it's going to be spring so um start start now guys start today with small systems and look at kevin when you have this mindset of being a resilient entrepreneur um, you, you just can't lose because even when you lose, um, you're learning and you're going to change how you approach that problem in the future uh, and you're going to be able to problem solve at a higher level. So if you look at it that way, like you can't lose in this game if you have that mindset. Oh, not a, I mean, 100 percent. You nailed it on the head. And, and I do laugh at it when people kind of look ahead. They, they think about next week. I'm already three months down the road worried about you know, yes, Christmas lights. They were going into January and February and some things I want in place by those months. Um, so the sprint maybe is your day to day, but the marathon is absolutely the success of your business. Yeah. And you better train for it and you better reinvest into yourself. That's the best thing you can invest into uh, in order to broaden your platform and succeed in business. So I think it's great. I have no regrets about anything I've done this year. I think you've been a great compliment. I've learned a lot. As you recall too, is, you know, I wrote all those notes all the time and you're always getting on me. Boy, you're just writing everything. Yeah, down. man, that's oh. awesome. You got your own book there. Yeah. And that's, and I keep that right here on the coffee table every day. So when I need to refer to it, believe me, I do. Yeah. Good stuff, Kevin. Well, I, uh, it's a pleasure knowing you, man. And I hope uh, I can throw a summit one day and get you up here to Canada and uh, show you our igloo and our hockey teams and polar bears <laughs> and all other good stuff about Canada. But on a serious note, man, it's been uh, amazing getting to know you and, and coach you a bit. And uh, thanks for dropping some value on, uh, on the listeners here. People love hearing, like I said, off camera, people love hearing uh, people who are fighting the good fight day in, after day, after week, after month, and hearing from someone in the trenches like yourself who put their hand up and said, hey, I want to systematize. I want to get this thing set up properly. Um, there's a lot of learning to be had. So um, yeah, just thanks for dropping value on the listeners. And uh, I'm going to link up uh, links to uh, your, your social media profiles here so the listener can you know, follow along and see you even continue to flourish and grow. Awesome. I appreciate it. It's a mutual respect, David. And uh, you know, I guess one of the cool things too is kind of just the secondary nature is we get a new friendship to keep with us through life. So uh, that's just something that I think that's pretty sweet. hundred percent. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Kevin, for your time. We'll, we'll let you run. I know it's past your block schedule time here and uh, we'll get rocking with the day. Sounds good. Thanks, David. Good luck to everybody. See ya. Thank you for listening to the episode today. If you want to get even more value from David, then book your free coaching call at homeservicebusinesscoach.com.